0: play us in jim <coughs> and welcome to
1: <laughs> what i did to cough I <laughs>
0: could
2: have done that before the intro no I, I didn't
0: have to cough until after i said that John, like i cough and john's shaking his head at me i'm like what do you want me to do welcome to another episode of the after improv podcast i am your host tony augusti as always, with the wizard, the warrior, and the maiden true, Jim Harper, John Yar, and Heather Anonymous, welcome. Is there a special guest today? I think there is. For the third podcast in a row, not including the special podcast, it could be the second podcast in a row. Well, we're airing the special episode before this, so uh, JB Stalker, everybody,
2: hey, Yay. you did it, you made it. JB,
0: uh, how how you doing? You feel like... Uh, it, it's been an interesting night so far. Yeah, so, but, you know, listen to the other podcast for that. Uh, today we're focusing on the events of uh, our writing class. We're in our fourth week, is that right, Jim?
3: That is correct.
0: And week four, which is something I've been looking forward to for a long time, writing our first sketches. Ooh. And so we all had to... Heather's like, I do not give a shit. I don't care about any of this. <laughs> she cares so much. I'm in it for the social it. benefits. You know, I don't know about you guys... The first two weeks we worked on monologues and I've never been a fan. I'm not that I hate monologues, but it's not like I, look, I go on YouTube looking at monologues.
4: See, I, I like the concept of it, though, because it got us to really think about one singular character. And then when we're writing two characters, we can just put the same amount of commitment to the character as we would do if we were doing a monologue. Yeah, the, I, I like doing it.
2: monologues more the more we did it because I kept thinking about more ways I could actually use it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that it didn't stretch me, but in just terms of pure enjoyment, would you guys say you enjoyed writing the monologues more than uh, writing the
4: uh, scenes we did Oh, no. Week? Let me start I, with Heather. Heather, did yeah, you enjoy? Yeah,
5: because it? I feel like...
4: Why are you starting I, with Heather? It feels feel like you guys went through something? <laughs> no, no, no.
5: It's because...
3: Went in something.
0: The only reason I go to Heather is because we're talking about, you know, the feeling of writing a monologue. Versus writing a sketch.
5: And I didn't write my sketch. Oh, you didn't?
4: I didn't know that, Heather. that's
5: so interesting. What were you doing that
4: was... Did you you not have it inside of you?
5: I just didn't have it in me. All right, so I liked writing the monologues because um, I find it hard to, like we talked about before, play a character that is not myself. So in the monologue, I could just be myself. And I wrote both of my monologues pretty closely based on my real life experiences so i found it easy to do and then when we had to write the sketch and it had to be two characters i found that to be more difficult so difficult that i did not complete the assignment
0: (laughs) okay i shouldn't laugh
4: but i am laughing
5: i mean if i would have tried harder i could have done it but i didn't try harder
4: see here's the thing i feel like i could read the story I know, J.B., this is the funniest part of class
0: where... So Heather's like, I didn't write anything. We kind of looked at her file, which had some beats and some notes. And then uh, J.B. said, what did you say exactly? You're like, I, I think it's pretty
4: clear with, you yeah, know I, from I, what you read. Yeah, because she had uh, things... It, she had it all written out just didn't insert the random sexual act it's like
0: no first of all that's not true she didn't have it all written out yeah.
1: no,
3: I it, it, it. and
0: that was the funny part because she was like I think it's pretty clear from what's written here And Mike be getting in our teachers like there's nothing written there
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a certain the teacher says blah 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 and then the student says blah 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 blah, blah, <laughs> blah blah sex act blah blah blah
4: that was the funny yeah part. no but it was like totally clear I could read the whole story I could I could do like two or three versions of the story if you put it in front of me right now but see that's just your mind filling in the story i didn't
0: yeah uh, the funniest part is just looking at her file it said something something penis vagina something blah blah sex (laughs) (laughs) blah blah sex yeah and i was like that really that was almost like a haiku she should have gotten an a for that
5: (laughs) i like to write haikus i have pages and pages of them
0: so we did go over your scene heather so i'm starting with you to a to shame you and b to ask you are you going to finish the scene and do you have a better idea of what you're going to do now that you've kind of
5: yes i am going to finish the scene so should I talk about? Yeah, what just it give is? us. The,
0: well, don't tell us the. Just give us the setting of the scene, like what it's. So
5: it's to. it's about a virgin that is teaching a sex ed class, and the kids all know more than she does.
3: Okay,
0: very good. So let's move on. You wanna? Anybody wanna volunteer to go next? Jim, you're kind of looking at me. You're giving me the eye.
3: Oh, okay. All I'll right. do it. So well, you can't read it. Um, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, I. I do like the monologues. I do like writing the monologues because uh, I took an acting class and we spent eight weeks talking about nothing but monologues. Okay. And four of those weeks were spent preparing our monologues and reading monologues and trying to memorize all that. So I felt like I had some experience with monologues.
0: So would you say you prefer writing a monologue or writing a scene so far, just compared to what you've written in the class so far?
3: I think they're actually kind of similar. But I feel like scenes are a lot like the improv scenes I've been doing. Um, But I do think monologues are really interesting for like character development. Like when you do a scene, it's more about the story and the situation. You don't get to develop the characters as much. Okay, JB, what's your feelings on that?
4: Sorry, I zoned out. I was watching. All right, fuck you, JB. We'll go back to you,
0: John. (laughs) What's your feelings on uh, developing er, monologues versus writing a scene? My failings are.
2: uh your feelings. Oh, my feelings? Is <laughs> that? Oh, what? Did I have a southern flag when I said that?
0: You said failing. <laughs> did I? <laughs> I don't know. I just looked at you and I said my feelings. So, you know, uh, say what you will.
2: My <laughs> feelings, like I liked doing the monologue. I felt when I did my first two that there was a lot of past tense stuff. And i would trying to move more towards doing present test mon- tense monologues, which I think would be more interesting. And it just, it felt satisfying to write them. Because it's just a character trying to give you his worldview for 500 words. And that's interesting. But I like scenes. I think the hardest part with a lot of these scenes now is just like there's only two characters. So you may have thought of a scene that was three characters and now you got to, how can that same scene be only two? Which is a different, like it's challenging in its own way and it's satisfying.
0: I think that's exactly right. I actually heard a couple of sketches today where i was like heathers being an example of the sex ed class because there's only two people you kind of have to live in it to like an after school scenario but i can see that being a really funny scene if it was a teacher with like multiple students talking that's another thing for the homework next week did he say it has to be a two-person yes. yes yes ah oh, damn it okay uh jb you ready to give a fucking answer now what's wrong with you
4: oh, i'm sorry All right. i was i was I was uh, paying attention to the boss for a second because he's adorable. Yeah, he is. That's a good thing. He was chopping his lips and it was pretty cute. This is
0: a part of the show where I show mock anger to the guest. That's my (laughs) tribute to David Letterman. I'm not really angry.
4: No, my my feelings on writing monologues versus writing a two-person scene. The monologue, I feel like you really have to explore the character and get to know the voice. And it really... Really changed the way I probably wrote my first dialogue with my first scene. If I we if we didn't do that first, I probably would have wrote something more generic, and um, one character would be solid, the other character would be like half assed. But I feel like it was a, it was the right way to teach it. Did you find the criticism you got helpful today? Yeah, I mean, I do. I knew it was kind of wordy, kind of like a Gilmore Girls where talk, 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 <laughs> talk, 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 banter, talk, banter, talk. banter, banter, banter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh. I, I did have fun with my characters.
0: What was I going to ask you? <laughs> that was a great reference to the Gilmore Girls.
4: I uh, would call it a great reference.
0: Well, Actually, <laughs> for me. Ashley
5: will love it. Hi, Ashley. Hi hi Ashley, we love you. Hey.
0: We're going to uh, Ashley is probably the second most beloved character in the podcast after Boss, I would say. Yeah. But it's close. Can
5: we have her as a guest?
0: I would love to have Ashley yes. as a guest. JB, one thing I neglected to ask you in the last podcast, which is relevant because we've all shared it. What is your writing experience? My writing experience. Yeah, do you have any writing experience? Like whether you know, like writing short stories or scripts. I know you talked before about your video experience, but um actual writing.
4: My writing experience is limited. I mean, uh for college for like T V broadcasting and um and regular broadcasting, there was some writing involved, but uh not much. Although for the forty eight hour film fest or uh, forty eight hour film competition weekend, I forget what it's called. Um I was on the forty eight way- hour
0: film festival, I think. Yeah.
4: I was on the writing staff for both of those, including the one we won best, best Romance, and I added a lot of things I added a lot, but I didn't contribute to the meat of the story, but um, I got a lot of uh, I punched up the scripts more than anything.
0: When you say you didn't contribute to the meat of the story, were you overruled or that just wasn't part of your job?
4: Um, it's kind of like had head writers. OK. So the head writers were really concentrating and um, just trying to pump it out, and then I was um, trying to punch it up while they were trying to pump it out. That, that sounded
0: sense. sexual, and I kind of tuned out there. But Two knuckles. Yeah, uh, Heather side. Anyway, let's move on. All right, oh. who would you like to read? Do you want to act out one of your parts, or do you want to nominate? We nominated people class I think it should today. be just
3: like class Okay. Where yeah. two other people have to Class, dance. let's see. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the pitch line from this was, a man's wife and kid are kidnapped, and in order to pay the ransom, he has to win the peanut-eating competition, but he's allergic. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then Daniel is gonna be played by Tony, and Thomas is gonna be played by John. And I thought you guys did
0: a great job reading
3: this in class. So
0: thanks. Thank you. Yeah, you know that's a note I got from John. I think he said to yourself and myself, Jim, uh, that we need to perform more when we're like reading our stuff. So I kind of tried to do that in the past couple of weeks.
3: I felt more comfortable reading someone else's material, performing it.
0: That's true, because you almost felt like you didn't want to let them down.
3: Yeah. Yeah. When you guys are ready. Okay.
2: Damn it, Thomas. You're allergic to peanuts. I know it's risky, but winning that peanut eating competition is the only way I can get enough money to pay off my wife and child's kidnapper. Thomas, you're my best friend. If you eat enough peanuts peanuts to win this competition, you'll die. I'm willing to take that chance. I have to. For them. There must be another way. Daniel, we are definitely best friends. I never told you this, but you should know that my credit score is well below 300. I'm in default on my student loans, and I made the sex offenders list for that time I peed on a public beach after dark. No one in their right mind will loan me the money. I need to save my family. But it's only $10,000. Daniel, how did you know how much the ransom was? I never told you. I, uh, uh... Where were you last night, Daniel? I was washing my hair. You're bald,
0: Daniel. Well, uh, um, I mean, I was running a marathon.
2: You're in a wheelchair, you son of a bitch! Alright,
0: I did it.
2: You both me. You kidnapped my wife and child! You're my best friend! How could you? I needed the money! For what?
0: To buy more Skylander Swap Force action figures! What the fuck? You don't understand, Thomas. I know it's just a kid's video game, but every time I place a new Skylander on the portal of power, I feel alive.
2: Truly alive. You're sick. (laughs) Technology will never be more important than family and friends. Now tell me where they are.
0: You're right, Thomas. I'm sorry. I betrayed your friendship. And I hope you can forgive me. They're tied up in a Holiday Inn on 9th Street, room
2: 204. I'm leaving. And by the way, this friendship is over. Forever! No! I really liked your no on that last take.
0: Thanks, you know, I really uh, explored the space. This is a very dramatic story. I just love and I think you do this in stories, like if you just uh, like describe the situation, it's funny, where you're just like, We're be- you're my best friend, and then he's like, We're definitely best friends, you know, like it just makes me We're laugh. Definitely We're definitely best friends.
2: We're definitely best friends got the biggest laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's so it's like so clunky, but it's just Well friendly. no, I think it's part if, of that if, what
0: he said. If you just describe the actual situation, like it's people laugh at it.
4: Yeah, you know? it's it it made me think of Step Brothers. Oh, are we are we best friends now yeah and like even that reaction doesn't seem
0: out of like that seems like a totally valid reaction where he's like we're not best friends anymore and it's like no this is like worse than you know uh so the comments from uh comments like getting, are
3: was amp up the friendship mm-hmm. um open it with the kids and the wife and not the peanuts
0: okay which is funny because the whole point was like he's like write something about a peanut allergy and he's like Lose the peanuts. So I thought it was interesting where well, you he didn't went. Didn't say lose it.
3: You just oh, okay. put it secondary.
0: I did think it was interesting because that was like the the thing, and it it was more of like like when it's starting at the beginning of the scene, you think it's going to be all about that, but it turns out to merely be a backdrop. So
2: I like that because it's it was a hard pitch to go for. Yeah, but the way it turned out was really nice.
3: Yeah, because I just tried doing what we learned. Um, an improv class over the weekend was we were doing scenes where we just start out with an accusation mm-hmm. and then we would build off a scene off of that. So that's how I did this where it's just you're allergic to peanuts and then it gives a reason and then you build from there.
0: Who's your teacher for uh... Dave
3: Davies right now?
0: Oh, okay. Heather, how'd you feel about that? <laughs>
2: okay thank you heather uh <laughs> yeah thank John, you did you have any notes uh one of the notes i gave in class was why didn't daniel just do the peanut eating competition himself instead of kidnapping a family and losing his best friend
0: yeah but i think you kind of you know it's all about creating like a believable universe and
2: well n- that, i really say that, that it's a
0: logical question but honestly i didn't even think about it
2: um i, I like the question because it's like this huge loophole like why why are you so stupid, Daniel? That's a legitimate question. For I was thinking this.
3: about changing the beginning too. It was like, yeah, um, you know, like, why did you want me to meet you at the state fair? You know, I came to the state fair, and he's like, you see this? This is the peanut eating competition. Mm. I'm gonna win it.
0: Your voice got really low, and you're looking me right in the eye. It weirded me out a little bit. You're like, Tony, I'm gonna win the peanut eating
3: competition. <laughs> yeah. So sexual. Yeah, I know. So, and also, the other note was because I think I changed it a little here, but um. Was to make it at the peanut eating competition.
0: Okay, that's good. Yeah, it was a comment that came up for a lot of these stories was it was either away from the action or it was talking about the past too much, which I thought was an, like a good note.
2: That was the main reason I was unhappy with my story.
0: Okay, I'm going to bring this up, too. Another thing is, and I hate this, and we were talking about this last week, too. Like, why are people introducing their stories, like, because you're like, well, it's time to read my shitty story. And then Mike actually went and it's like, no, don't do that, you know? I
2: really didn't care at all. <laughs> yeah, but
0: it's like, I think it is true, though, it, if you... It there is a fair there's a little bit of marketing in this, you know what I mean? Like if you say like selling yourself. Like if you tell people ahead of time, oh it's gonna be it's gonna be shitty. You know what I mean? Then even if it's not shitty, people are kinda going with that expectation.
2: It's just for the first draft, like in a second draft I probably would never say that. Yeah, but I mean But for gotta, the first one I just don't
3: care. I just to, thought it was funny. To
0: me, the way I look at it, this is a beginning comedy writing class. None of us are experts at you it.
3: You know, and the other way I approached this one was I just kinda wrote out the beats in the beginning and the middle and the end. And then I kept it really short. Mine is only two pages long. Okay. And yeah, yours I,
4: was beautiful in that way.
3: And I, I figured I'd just lay out the beats, and then McGinnigan would tell me what to add. And then I could build on it. Whereas I think if you do it the other way, it, like my first story was so hard to cut things that I liked. Oh, Whereas really? this way, I would just do a really base and then just build up.
2: I kept mine pretty short, too. Like I went almost to three pages, but I wasn't trying. Yeah. I just put down like what I thought the scenes had to be, and...
0: See, I find I get the best feedback for like trying to write it and rewrite it as much as I can before I actually bring it into class. Because each time I brought in a story, I'm thinking, oh, this is pretty good. like This is the way I would maybe leave it because I've written it, rewritten it three or four times. And then I always get feedback from getting it from the class. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see how that would make it better. So, I
2: only do one rewi- rewrite mm-hmm. per and just leave it because I know the class is, or McGettigan is just going to bring up something I can't see.
4: Yeah. JB, thoughts on the story? I love the story. I actually um love the the two characters because they're a little they're both kind of dumb and it made for such beautiful <laughs> comedy yeah i I mean, I was really jealous because the lines were so simple, but they were absolutely everything you needed it was It was great yeah. it, I really enjoyed it.
3: yeah, I think it's a lot of just uh, from doing improv where it's just like you get one line to add something to the story, yeah, mm-hmm. and then the other person gets to add something that's missing.
0: Alright. Kind of so let's go on to the next story.
2: Heather?
3: Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
4: oh.
0: Let's Gotta, do the, yar. Let's, the let's, yar. let's.
4: Yeah. Yar. Yar.
2: You're one of my readers, so you have to read this. Okay. Uh so this is a guy who has a bachelor party haunting him no matter where he goes. And so we'll have the character of Paul as JB and the character of Anna as as heather i think it's the other way around (laughs) the character of anna
0: as heather heather as blah 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 and jb as blah blah blah
2: oh well i'm saying paul this is just me as
0: like
5: it doesn't Not as
2: anal
0: you
5: need the word by not as Bye. he's
2: represented
5: yeah whatever No, playing
0: the part of blah 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 is not by
5: yeah by makes more sense than as
0: only if you're writing it heather Look, I'm the anal retentive copy editor here, okay? Just trust me,
2: okay? I'm the most annoying. Thank you. I really don't care how you say it. Yeah. But Paul
1: is JB.
2: That's fine. Paul is JB. Not just in the story, but in life.
0: Hmm. Oh, so he was your uh, doppelganger, your
2: inspiration. I looked through his soul and found one of his incarnations, and this happened.
0: Wow. Would his soul be as translucent as my dog's penis webbing?
2: That's a little opaque. Okay. Very good. Mighty. It's meaty.
0: Proceed when you, as you will.
4: All right, Anna, why does your bachelor party show up everywhere I go?
5: We were just having a good time. My daughter Sarah is getting married.
4: Last night when I was trying to enjoy a beer and relax at O'Grady's pub.
5: I love O'Grady's.
4: Yeah, I know. Your entire gaggle of gals kept screaming that while you ladies ran wild in there.
5: Oh Grady's gave us straws shaped like penises. It's like sucking a dick every time you take a drink. We had so much fun.
4: Well I wasn't having so much fun. So I left and went to club music. It was nineties night and I think we can agree that nineties had the best music.
5: We went there too. There were so many cute guys at Club Music. We wanted them all.
4: I saw you girls come in and take over the dance floor.
5: We just needed to dance. I love to dance.
4: Yes, that was very clear. Then I saw you and the girls sexually assaulting dudes, and I thought maybe it was time to go.
5: We didn't assault anybody. We just wanted to touch them. My daughter is getting married. Just let her touch what she wants.
4: After seeing you girls molesting all the guys at club music, I thought I'd get away to someplace more relaxing. So I sat down for a lap dance from Sapphire, but almost immediately I heard your party come in.
5: Pussycat Paradise is my favorite strip club. They always let me get on stage, and I get to make out with the dancers. I think I even saw Sarah giving lap dances last night.
4: Well, that's awesome. But I just wanted to relax, and you girls are so loud I, I ended up leaving again.
5: Oh, no. What What about your dance from Sapphire?
4: I did get to finish up my dance first.
5: Oh, good. I'm sorry, honey. I didn't know we were ruining your night. We were just out having fun. I'm glad you got your layup dance before you left.
4: Thanks, Anna. I really do appreciate that. I somehow wasn't surprised that when waiting for my fru- food at Telway... You girls came in and started grinding against everybody in line like stripper poles. I think one of the girls gave this 90-year-old guy a blowjob.
5: That was probably Pam. She'll give anybody a blowjob. That bitch is crazy.
4: I'm still not sure how you girls got into my house. I was not expecting you while I was brushing my teeth.
5: I'm so sorry. I scared you.
4: I wasn't scared. I was just startled.
5: We just thought you were cute. After Toei kicked us out, we just followed you home and watched you eat through your window. Then Pam picked the lock and let us in.
4: Yes, well, Anna, I I appreciate the sentiment, but that's pretty creepy.
5: We just wanted to get to know you. It's fine.
4: Well, you seem to get to know me pretty well. You showed up at my wedding. How did you get in?
5: We found some invitations while we were going through all your stuff this morning. We just wanted to come cheer you on.
4: Well, Anna, I, I appreciate that a lot. I do. But I I do wish girls hadn't yelled that I had a great dick while my bride was walking down the aisle. She wasn't happy.
5: We didn't want to make her cry. We just thought she'd be happy you had a great dick.
4: She thought I was with a bunch of girls on my wedding night and I had slept with them.
5: I am so, so sorry, I ruined everything for you, and you made my daughter's bachelorette party so fun.
4: You know what? It's probably for the best. She can't even trust me enough to talk to me first. Uh, It's better that I learn this now than after we were married.
5: You just don't understand women, Paul. I just have to let her know that we're a bachelorette party. She'll understand. I mean, she just had a bachelorette party herself.
4: She did, didn't she? Yeah, I think this wedding is off. Everybody just sat there. <laughs> well, it's that last line. I'm not sure if I'm reading it right.
2: Uh, Well, that was something I was going to ask. I was trying to imply that after thinking about the fact that she had a bachelorette party, like the one that right. followed him around, he was like, fuck this.
4: Yeah, no, no. I, I figured the wedding. Okay.
2: It's off because he thinks, yeah, she did just have a bachelorette party. And she, and she probably, probably followed the guy home. Stuff. Oh, gave yeah.
4: Nine-year-old a, a blowjob. And, that makes more sense i didn't understand that at, at first because it i got that
2: feeling from everybody
0: yeah. yeah i i think i got it i don't know if it was the scene setting thing or whatever but it, it kind of threw everybody off it seemed
2: it was hard to write because i wanted to do a bunch of scenes yeah no yeah. It's, not, it's not an
0: easy <laughs> no this is another example of the two-person format being limiting because the whole thing with the bachelorette party is like there's so many annoying people like one takes the lead over the other and
2: Originally, when I thought of it, too, I wanted multiple bachelorette parties, and it's just wherever he goes, there is one.
0: Oh, okay. It was kind of funnier, though. Yeah, no. Way, you know, like it's-
2: it turned out okay. It was just, I need to fix the past tense, and McGettigan did suggest making three vinaigrettes. I know I spelled that wrong. But- <laughs> like okay. a salad? Okay. Yeah. I could yeah.
0: usually not correct people on their words. I'm
2: like, yeah, come on. Okay,
0: please, let be, please let that be a joke. <laughs>
2: Uh, I like, you know, I know it's not pronounced that way, but I just get like a pleasure from saying vinaigrettes. Yeah. yeah. You
0: you incorporate a lot of word wordplay uh, into this week's assignments. Like you said, beats by drain instead of beats. Uh, I think, what did you say? Ten bitches instead of ten pitches or something? No,
2: uh, pitches get stitches.
0: Yeah, pitches get stitches, you know. Uh, so I noticed that as an appreciate. Yeah, so um,
3: McGilligan suggested doing time warps. Yeah, yeah, time, jumps, like, time, time jumps. jumps and doing like five different scenes.
2: It makes the most sense. Oh, the five, he was talking about the vignettes, uh, blackouts.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. For the vignettes, uh, he was talking about three of those, and it sounded like you thought I could do three of those plus five quick blackout scenes, which seemed like a lot of changes to me, but if he thinks it's workable.
0: I, I agree with him, though, because... Otherwise, you're kind of stuck in that thing we was talking about where everything is referring to the past. I know you thought you were proposing, well, maybe we can start just at the very beginning talking about the past, but I just think it's much stronger just to be jumping right
2: into that scene. Yeah, no, I agree. And I tried to make it in the present as much as possible.
4: Yeah. Yeah, but that was really tough.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I just, not having written for the stage before, like we we're supposed to be doing, It was just something I wasn't prepared for that I didn't realize until I started doing it.
0: By the way, he invited us all in the class. He's like, you know, you guys should join the Playwrights of Michigan webpages for local playwrights. And I'm like, he thinks we're
2: playwrights. I already (laughs) joined it because I wanted to see what they'd put out.
0: Oh, damn it. Well, okay, John is a real playwright. We're just posers. Did he did you have to get permission to join?
2: Uh, I just hit um, join and then McGettigan authorized it after like a half hour.
0: Okay, that's still special in my book. He won't do that for just anybody. Or we should just ask somebody. We should ask like uh, somebody, one of our other improv groups, yeah. to join and see what he does. <laughs> anyway, uh, Heather, feelings on the story?
5: Um, I feel that I really like the idea of this story. Um, having been in a bachelorette party, it was.
1: Did
0: it? We weren't.
5: Through? We weren't crazy.
0: But, but, okay let me interrupt but like the, you were crazy and annoying that's just a fact
5: <laughs> i was crazy and annoying the, the whole party was. it's not it you was, we, it's just a
0: bachelor party no by our,
5: it wasn't that wild because we went up north so it wasn't that like crazy but um up north yeah what did you do we went to Houghton lake and Oh, i've been there yeah um we went to like we stayed at a hotel Oh, they you're we gonna say cabin. A, Everybody
0: else I know that goes up to in Lane has like a cabin.
5: No, none of us have a cabin there. I proposed we could go to my... you proposed my, to somebody? To my cabin. No. So you
0: proposed to a cabin? Did you get did the cabin Wait. say yes?
5: No. Did
4: you just invite us all to your cabin?
5: Yeah, I actually do want us all to go up north.
4: Do you have a cabin?
5: Yeah, no I have a cottage. Trip. It's really nice.
4: What's the difference between a cottage and a cabin?
5: Well, Logs.
4: less amenities. Mm.
5: Like a, a cabin sounds more rustic and a cottage sounds more like just a, a small house. on. Yeah, a I lake. think
3: of a, um, what a cabin has less neighbors.
4: Yeah. yeah, and a cottage has cheese in it. So you have a cottage, That's then true. a cabin, then a chalet
0: yes
5: it's really nice it's really nice we would have a good time we could do a podcast
0: by the way cabin cheese sounds disgusting but cottage (laughs) cheese sounds awesome well it doesn't sound awesome but way better than cabin cheese cabin cheese gross i'm
5: not eating any of that not even on a grilled cheese what if it's
0: white what if it's white cheese not no yeah do you like cottage cheese fuck no okay have you ever tried it though with like strawberries? It's got chunks.
5: Ugh, I don't Rock. like the texture.
0: Never mind. It's like cow vomit. Yeah, thank you, JB. I appreciate that. I know where you're going, and you stopped yourself.
2: We so, have- other thoughts, yeah. JB. What are your thoughts
4: on the story? Yeah, I I enjoyed. I really like the concept of a bachelorette party and uh, just haunting this guy's soul. Uh, I thought that was beautiful. I do agree with the past tense though. It was all past tense, but being in it, just um, having to. Just having my uh, shocks just shaken to the core by this bachelorette party. Just I'm trying to relax, and they're shaking me up and just making me tense everywhere I go. It's kind of a fun little uh, world.
0: And I think anybody in life has been annoyed by a bachelorette party. You know what I mean? I mean, bachelorette party.
3: You know, I think he brought up another point, too, is that reading the scene and being in it is a lot different than just listening to one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And also, I said, I made a suggestion to John that I think one way to heighten it or make it funnier is to put it, like, the more inappropriate situation, like, if he was at a funeral and the bachelorette party showed up, you know, like, that could, like, be a way of heightening.
2: Yeah. I, I started doing that, like, I was going to do a park and some stuff like that. I kind of just cut it because it was, I was already getting to three pages and I wanted to get the feedback from the structure first. Or, like, a children's hospital. Something. A children's hospital would be good. I think the funeral's too difficult to do because there's a wedding like Mm -hmm. in the story as well so it just didn't feel uh natural but i think i could do like a children's hospital that he volunteers at or something
3: Mm -hmm. well even a cemetery like there's a church next to the cemetery yeah
2: part of the problem is by the end of the story it's late at night and what's open late at night i ran into that problem Mm. oh yeah Coles.
1: Well, yeah. he yeah. goes to Telway. Shout out Allen. to Cole's yeah, diner,
2: Tellway <laughs> which is like a mile away from
0: Cole's. Mm. Yeah. Maybe Seven Eleven. Actually, I was thinking like, what if a bachelorette party? I mean, this isn't really yours, but it's like, what if a bachelorette party like ran into a bachelor? Like, he goes to like a bachelorette party, and then the other bachelor party shows up, and they like cancel each other out. It's like really sybil and like fun, <laughs> and you know, it's like.
3: Or it would be like West Side Story. And it's, it's yeah, more,
0: it, yeah, more realistic, mm-hmm. and everybody turns Latino. Yeah. <laughs>
3: So let
2: me ask you this: Did you have positive, indifferent, or negative reactions to gaggle gals?
0: I, John, you don't start practicing for your new uh, job at the place, right? At the call center. <laughs> no, it's I cheating.
2: was. I was watching
0: Silicon Valley the other day. Oh, okay. The characters did. That. Oh, you watched?
2: I love that show. I watched the entire first season. It oh,
0: okay. Can I
5: watch that instead of a movie? No, no. no.
0: God, Heather
5: i mean here's to the thing. it's to not
0: try. like we're even like asking you to like watch like a shitty movie on purpose you know like glitter we're actually recommending really good
2: movies but yeah. she would be like can i watch
5: glitter
0: yeah oh,
5: i want to see I
2: gilly
0: gilly some,
4: yeah
5: i think someone should Striptease. watch it with me
2: how about you learn Well, why don't you, want want you invite own?
4: someone over to watch it with you yeah i feel like more... tony owes you a couple movies now
2: yeah
5: yeah i ah. feel like you might
0: just you know uh <laughs>
5: I, I was trying to wait to
0: describe Don't like say you know, anything. give me that come hither motion with your little finger so and i'm like oh, 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 turning oh, up mm-hmm. backing up the world's smallest car as david tell would say
2: oh and also i stole club music from heather because i was trying to think like what could be a music <laughs> like club's s- name and then i'm like oh sports ball, sports
5: ball club music, music. Oh, really? that, i
0: saw that and i thought yeah that's funny club music Why don't we do mine next? Because JB... Oh, oh, I thought yours would be a better closer. All right.
4: Because yours is funnier than mine.
0: Oh, that's sweet. All right, let me get this. Let's see, two-person.
4: So who do you want to read your uh, two-person scene, JB? I don't know, uh, John. uh, Well, Heather definitely nailed it. John, you want to try it again, but this time... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, can you not fuck it up this time, John? So you kind of understand what it is now. Like, it's not supposed to be deadpan. It's supposed well, to be. Well,
2: I mean, the character, I just felt a little subdued at the beginning.
4: Yeah. And then I did get crazier as I went on, but. Yeah, you kind of have. You're emotional, but they're all sort of. Do you want to give some uh, background
0: on the story before we begin, JB?
4: Um, I'll do the same as I was in class. Uh, Jessica is. Kind of um, uh, manipulative, but has really helped Beth out with uh, work and social. And Beth kind of feels obligated, but annoyed because uh, Jessica uses her for all kinds of little things.
0: Okay. And the role of Beth or the role of Jessica is being played by Heather and the role of what?
5: I'm Beth. Sorry.
0: The role. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, this is the only story I tried to do this for. And that's why the role of Beth will be played by Heather and the role of Jessica will be played by Yar. Is there a title for this uh, story? Well, oh yeah. What is your
4: uh, what was your challenge? The scene that you were oh, supposed to pitch. Oh, my scene was what my was pitch, pitch was which was my least favorite of all my pitches. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, an annoying person in a carpool keeps getting the driver to stop at different places.
0: Okay, JB Stalker's first scene. Everybody proceed.
5: Please, Jessica. I really don't like to be late for work.
2: Don't worry. I'll just text Billy. You won't get in any trouble.
5: I know you helped me get this job, and I appreciate it. But Billy isn't the only one who has to deal with me being late. Everyone talks about how I don't get in trouble for anything, and it's hard for me to make any friends.
2: You don't need to worry about any of the- you don't need any of those jealous bitches, so who cares? Hey, stop at Tim Hortons. I didn't have breakfast yet.
5: You know, it's always been hard for me to make friends. I just don't want to be seen. One second. I will have the
2: sausage, egg, and cheese breakfast (laughs) combo with a medium double-double and Boston cream donut. (laughs) I forget what we were talking about, but guess what? Josh just proposed.
5: Oh my God, I am so happy for you. That was so quick. You've been together for like six months. How did he do it? Hey, Beth, will you be my maid of honor? Uh, Of course I would be happy to. Thank you so much. But that's a lot, and I've only known you a year. I don't want to offend anybody.
2: No one else would do. Plus, I love how you laid out your dream wedding. I'm thinking since you're so good at it, you could really lead the way with Joss to help plan it.
5: Well, of course I'll help plan it, but you'll be there too, right?
2: I wouldn't be much help. I am colorblind. Everyone always makes fun of me when I try to pick out things. I never told you this, but when I was a freshman, I wore what I thought was a pink top with a red bottom to homecoming. It turned out the red bottom was yellow, and everyone called me Easter Egg for the rest of high school. I know it will be a lot of work, but I can't have anyone making fun of my wedding like that. I really need your help.
5: I am so sorry. I had no idea. Of course I'll help you. Hey, could you stop
2: at Walgreens? I need my prescription. Hmm. Can't have any surprises until after the big day.
5: You haven't told Josh about your herpes? He's proposed.
2: I am not a bad person. (laughs) (laughs) And plus, it doesn't even matter He is my fiancé. It's not like he's going to have to ever explain it to anyone. It's not your business anyway.
5: I'm sorry. I'm just saying he loves you and I'm sure he will understand. Picking up a prescription for Jessica O'Pathy? Thank you. So I'll pick you up at five and we can talk more about the wedding. You are going to look so beautiful.
2: Keep going. I need your help with something else. Just keep going until the bait shop and turn left.
5: I can't. I have to get to work. I'm late enough as is, and I have my first appointment in a half hour. I can't just...
2: I already texted Billy. All your morning appointments are canceled, and you are free until this afternoon.
5: You're crossing a line. My first appointment is with someone with abandonment issues, and... You are my
2: maid of honor, and I need your help. I should be more important than some random customer. I just need your help for a couple of hours. I thought I could count on you. You
5: can count on me, but...
2: Now make the left, then a right towards the river.
5: Why can't we do this after work?
2: Just park anywhere. This couldn't wait until after. It would have been too risky.
5: Too risky?
2: Here. Here put these gloves on and pop the trunk.
5: What's going on, Jessica?
2: Remember how I set you up with James and he had gotten out of this bad relationship? Well, she showed up to my work and stopped me in the parking garage.
5: What the fuck is that?
2: Total accident. She started attacking me, blaming me for the breakup and telling me she was pregnant And it's all my fault the boy's going to be born a bastard.
5: She said what?
2: I know. Like, who says bastard? No one cares if you're raised by a single mother anymore.
5: What did you do?
2: Oh, no. No. I didn't do anything. I just tried to walk away. And she chased me up the stairs. She tried to grab my hair, but she only got my extensions. The bitch lost her balance and fell down the stairs on her own.
5: Why didn't you call an ambulance? How did you get her in my car? What are we going to do? Now how would that
2: look? James's pregnant ex-girlfriend at the bottom of the stairs with a broken neck at his work all I had to do was tell you James wanted you to stop by since he had to work late and while you were gone I put her in your trunk.
5: We can't be doing this. I'm calling the police. To tell them what exactly?
2: She was just in your trunk? Grow up! Take this (laughs) fold-up shovel I got from the army surplus store and act like an adult about this.
5: You're fucking crazy
2: Calm down. Let's just relax. <laughs> the only option now is to dig her a nice grave and we'll move on with our lives. How about we start talking about something nice to take our minds off it? What what do you think that we should do for my wedding?
5: Fuck you. Enough of that.
2: I did this all for you. You're so ungrateful, you little bitch.
0: Very nice. Uh, very nice performance, both of you, but you are. That, say that was better. Uh, that was definitely an improvement, not that it was bad, in uh,
2: the rendition you gave in class. So explain... What you were talking about? Before. Well, part of the thing in the beginning, you said she was a sociopath, mm-hmm. so I wasn't trying to give her too much emotion. Yeah, no, not that kind of. But sociopath. then, like reading through it, I saw the part where she really started to go crazy, but it was too late to like change it up too much. Oh, she was crazy the whole time. Like, I well, don't even... I know, but she's it's yeah. Like related. instead of a sociopath, she's much more of a psychopath because she's trying to use emotions to manipulate other people. Oh yeah, the whole point of her was manipulation. Right. So she like I would describe her more as a psychopath, but uh, okay. Either way, I mean, just there, I think there needs to be more clear beats where she goes crazy, because that was one of the problems I had in the first read through. Yeah, because I couldn't tell when she really snapped, and I should be like going crazy on her or just trying to manipulate her.
0: So you want you would think uh, more revelation of the character early on is helpful. More Uh, things.
4: Or if I possibly wouldn't have said anything about her being a sociopath. That
2: probably would have helped me out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, But just like clear beats, like when they start going towards the, uh, the river or lake or whatever it was. Yeah. That was one of the points where she really started getting crazy. But there was one or two before that, which seemed like maybe she was getting crazy, but you couldn't really tell on a first read through. Yeah.
4: Well, the whole thing about her character is, like, even when I was writing it, I I wrote the whole part about the wedding. But in my head, I can picture that character saying that stuff. But even in my head while I was writing it, I didn't know if it was true or not. Because I'm like, she would definitely use this to get her own game, to, like, really pull Beth in, to use that later on, to get her to do more things and um, drive away from the work. But it's like, I don't know when this character is even lying. On the wedding, though, I would say that the wedding is true because she'd be manipulating
2: a man to get his resources. Oh, no, I know. So I feel like this, getting a wedding and having someone else do all the work for it, I think would totally be something this character
4: would do. But I, I can totally see her making up the whole thing as well. But if
2: you like the lines, the beats where you want her to start going crazy. Yeah. If you have like a little bit more crazy dialogue in there. I think it would help the reader to just figure out the path the character's taking, because it's pretty subtle in this first draft.
0: Yeah, that was my comment, too. And I think one thing I said to you was, as soon as you got to the dead body... That's like, all you wanted. Yeah, I mean, but meaning, like, I felt it was too... And this is maybe just my personal thing. Too but, far into it. Yeah, but, you know, it, it's the idea of, like, you know, rewriting, to like, what's... or. I guess in journalism, you call it bearing the lead, you know, like, yeah. like, what's the most interesting thing about the story, what makes this day different? I mean, yes, she does ask her to be her maid of honor, that's thing, but there's also a dead body, so it's like, get to that sooner. So my suggestion was, let Beth in on that, because even then, like, the dialogue and the reaction is more, because she's scared, I thought you did a great job of conveying, like, her intimidation and then her fear of Jessica.
2: I think she needs to have a reversal, too, where uh, she gets less scared, and more defiant yeah she kind middle. of does yeah, yeah. she kind of does at the end she's but like her, Fuck you. Uh, yeah but that's like they're only like one line yeah blow lines i want her to see her have more like actual conversation when she's defiant and i think it would also show her insanity better too like she finds out about
0: the body and then they keep doing these everyday things like going to get the prescription and well, stuff you know that's
4: the thing in my head she was doing these things knowing there was a body in there Right,
0: but, was, but if that, maybe but that, that doesn't go do through
4: Beth knows. Yeah, meaning like the audience yeah. doesn't know that either. So we're the audience If the There's audience that. could know the whole time, that would be ideal.
3: Jim, what did you think? Uh and that was I think it's got a, a great framework for being able to heighten uh yeah. the stops. Yeah. And that was one of the suggestions was to make all the stops related to the dead body at yeah. the end. So like drive to the store, like pick up a shovel, uh, you know, drive Get some somewhere, somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Like, get a meat grinder or something. Yeah,
2: and I don't... You said, like, a fold-up shovel, but I feel like she'd just get a regular shovel. Well, I was thinking
4: something that could fit into a bag that that Beth wouldn't have noticed.
0: Yeah, that detail for some reason. Like, you know, I think it's something they talk about improv, like, the more specific you are. Like, just the fact that it was a fold-up shovel made me laugh.
4: Yeah,
2: Uh, It sort of did, but I feel like I want to... A fold-up shovel just seems like so poor a digging implement. (laughs) It bothered me for some reason. No, no. As a a man, it bothered me. But when I read that, I actually thought like, man, I wish there was a sale on this. Like, she just got it. Like, I got this on sale. These shovels were 20% off.
4: When you read it, I'm like, oh, those should be on sale. (laughs) Mm.
0: Heather, what did you think? Uh, You said in class you thought that uh, I think you liked the, because you played the part in class, but you liked the relationship between the women
5: yeah realistic I, I think yeah i've definitely had um like i've had a friend that just like killed somebody no but she was kind of crazy and she would get you real sidetracked on doing all kinds of stuff you did not want to do but somehow you were still doing those things with her
0: wait a minute if this is i can cut this out but was it ashley
5: no, it's okay. not Ashley. She's my best Hi, friend. Hi, we, we love you, up, Ashley. Best friend. No, never
3: her.
2: Ashley's <laughs> never going to listen to this. I know. It's so
0: funny. <laughs> like, we desperately want Ashley to love us, but she doesn't love
3: Please us. Please listen to us, Ashley. She Ash, likes you guys, okay? You. And I also, I, I felt like this scene was good because it was always in the moment. Yes,
0: yeah. good point. And what, what were McGettigan's comments?
4: Um, I don't remember. All right. Well, it was uh, oh, it was too too many words per person. Oh, that's per right. Yeah.
3: Oh went, yeah, he they were like grew- mini monologues. He said, yeah. just break it into the beats and then put the beats and just. Explain <laughs> that, that was
0: a great comment. He's like, you got to break these into beats, and JB's like, I did. He's <laughs> like, well, you're gonna have to do it again. Like, clearly <laughs> didn't believe JB, and I was like, yeah, well, you are full of shit.
4: No, no, I, I wrote down the beats first. <laughs> no, no, I believe thinking, you. I thought about the beats for a week before I wrote down the dialogue. Okay.
2: Uh, here's some j- little general notes. When you talk about stopping for the prescription, yeah, even on the second read through I'm thinking birth control. And then the herpes came at me and I was kind of like, "What?" Just mm. because the way you worded it, you made me like lead up to birth control and then switched it really hard. Is that bad? Uh, I felt like in this case it because it was part of like the flow of stopping. It yeah. doesn't
0: it doesn't add enough, you know, to take It doesn't
2: add enough surprise yeah. to be enough. Reward for the detour. Okay. Uh, but like, it, all you have to do is make it a little more clear. It's medicine sooner, I think. Um, at the very end, just You add had written, up. oh yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> but like, <laughs> okay. right after saying, you're so ungrateful, I just feel like, I love the, oh yeah, you're welcome, because it's a great line, but I just feel it doesn't fit on that end line. And the Easter egg. I felt was a really weird thing to be called.
3: <laughs> it didn't make any sense as an insult. And I like, I like how that's not even how colorblindness works. Either. I, the, I feel like the second time I,
0: I I will say I was really confused. That the whole thing threw me off. But but McGinnigan really liked it. He said that. He went out of his way to say, I really like that. I'm like, okay.
4: No, no. The whole thing with that is I was trying to think, well, what lie could she tell? That would make it so she would be bad at planning the wedding. I'm like, well, she could. And I'm like, oh, first idea, I'll just put it in there colorblind. And then I went online and looked up colorblind. And one of the types of colorblind, they had the chart, and it changed a red to a yellow. I'm like. Oh, really? Okay. So, yeah, because there's apparently like four different kinds of colorblind.
3: All right. I didn't know that. I thought so, it was just red and green. Or no, I think it
4: was para, para something colorblind. Also,
5: much more rare for a girl to be colorblind.
3: True,
4: it and is.
2: girls can have a fourth type of cone receptor and see millions of more colors. So but their, but their male children are more likely to be colorblind.
0: Wait, did we just have our fact of the day, John?
4: Ooh. Oh, oh. Oh, I like that. How
5: natural.
4: The premature fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just sort of um, this has never happened. I just sort of put it all together. I'm like, well, I guess she'd look like an Easter egg if she messed up that, and I'll put it freshman year and called that, and it's kind of like I don't. E- Like, it could be another lie just told by Jessica. Like, I'm writing her character and I don't know.
5: I think she's lying. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. But I think that's part of her everyday makeup. But
5: Beth believes it.
4: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: All right. Well, good job. I like that. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And now, my story. Undramatically pronounced. So, what was your pitch? uh, My pitch was Black Superman. So good. And I think I also said that. Uh, he's just like Superman, except he refuses to stop for cab drivers because they won't pick up his alter ego. <laughs> so that's that was the pitch I started out with, which after learning pitch stuff today. By the way, after we finish this, we should go into a thing about the pitch f- frenzy we went into yeah. at the end of class because okay, it's really interesting. Yeah, we'll do that. Why don't we have Jim reprise his role? As a driver and JB, uh, if you could play the role of Superman and I'll do narration. So someone's gonna have to share the screen. Or, yeah, or Heather, could you maybe give uh, yes, JB your please screen, help. please? Thank you. Thank you, Heather.
5: You're welcome.
0: I, pro- I I would say I probably gave more stage direction uh, than anybody else, and that is one of McGettigan's notes.
2: I thought about doing stage direction and I was like, fuck it, it's the first
0: time. Yeah, what I did was I just looked up like a playwright template and I just I followed did that. Too. Yeah.
2: I didn't use that.
0: Who's any reading of it, for Superman here? Huh? It. Who's reading Superman? Uh, JB. Okay. Nice try, Jim. You're not going to trip me up. It's JB J- Stalker. Oh. Let's settle.
3: <laughs> Setting, a
0: semi-collapsed Oh, do we say okay, the premise <laughs> is Black Superman. Setting, a semi-collapsed multi-level parking garage in Metropolis. A driver is trapped inside a beat-up white cab that says City Taxi on the door. He's on one of the upper floors, rubble and a collapsed iron beam blocking his way out. A sonic boom is heard in the distance, and seconds later, Superman flies into view. He lands in the parking garage. Nine.
1: Black (laughs) Superman,
3: thank God. It's about time you got here.
4: What do you mean? I got here as soon as I heard the collapse.
3: Are you sure, Black Superman? I feel like you've been waiting for a while. A
4: stressful situation like this can make you lose track of time, sir. And you can just call me Superman.
3: Sure thing, fella. Just do me a solid and get me out of here.
0: Hold on, sir. Superman approaches the wreckage, then stops. He stares
3: at the driver and frowns. Something wrong, Black Superman?
4: Your cab looks familiar. Wait a minute. You work at the taxi stand down the street from the Daily Planet, don't you?
3: How did you know that?
4: Well... Um, I know one of the reporters there.
3: You mean Clark Kent? I saw him on the news the other day talking about his exclusive interview with you. He's so well-spoken.
4: Well-spoken? <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Why wouldn't, why wouldn't he be well-spoken?
3: I mean, I mean, he's just good on TV, that's all. What's the problem?
4: The problem is, according to Mr. Kent, it's pretty well known the drivers at your taxi stand won't pick up a black passenger. In fact, he's pretty sure you looked him right in the eye, then drove past him while I was trying to hail a cab uptown this morning.
3: Wait a minute, Black Superman. How do you know that was me? Clark Kent could have been talking about any cab.
4: Um, I saw, I, I performed a mind melt with Clark uh, earlier this morning, so I saw what he saw. Yeah, that's what happened.
3: Mind melt? Isn't that from Star Trek?
4: Well, yeah. But Planet Vulcan is very close to Krypton. Both our peoples know how to mind meld.
3: Wow, that's amazing. I thought Star Trek was all made up.
4: No, it's all true. However, that's uh, a government secret. If you tell anybody I told you, totally deny it. A rumbling sound is heard in what's left of the parking garage, and the ground around the two men shudders. Anyway, we're getting off track here. The point is, you don't pick up black passengers.
3: You don't know that for a fact, Black Superman. Maybe I was going to pick up a fare so I couldn't stop. Are you really going to let me die here like this because of that?
0: Hmm, I suppose you're right. Superman prepares to lift the iron beam off of the cab.
3: And you gotta realize, that taxi stand is in a bad area. I'm not you, Black Superman. If I run into trouble with some thugs, I can't just barbecue them with my heat vision. Barbecue Oh, hell no. What's the problem now, Black Superman?
4: Do you hear yourself? Why I can't just burn them with my heat vision. Why, I, why can't I incinerate them? Why does it have to be barbecue? And did I tell And did I tell you just about calling me Black Superman? I have the exact same powers as my cousin Kali El. God rest his soul. I just have to be black. Why can't I just be Superman?
3: Look. Black Superman, I don't make the rules. Well, as a white guy,
4: technically you do.
3: Okay, maybe I deserve that. But I swear, I didn't mean anything by saying barbecue. I'll say incinerate from now on, jeez. Well, and I promise to pick up every black guy I see from now on, I swear.
4: Well, maybe I'm being oversensitive.
0: Superman places his hands on the iron beam and starts lifting it off of the taxi.
3: You have to admit, though, it's kind of an ironic coincidence, though. What's ironic? You know, that the one thing that robs you of your powers is eating watermelon. Superman drops the beam.
4: Oh, come on!
3: I've explained this like a hundred times.
4: Lex Luthor's scientist infused a bunch of fruit with kryptonite and dosed me with it as at the annual policeman's picnic. The fruit I ate just happened to be watermelon. Everyone knows watermelon had nothing to do with it.
3: Whatever you say, Black
4: Superman. You know what? I don't need this. Deuces.
3: See? Regular Superman says up, up, and away.
4: Tell him that when
0: you get to hell. Superman flies away.
3: No, wait, I'm sorry, come back. Ignorance isn't the same as malice. Black
0: Superman! The parking garage collapses into a pile of rubble. <laughs> so its I will say it's funny about this, like McGannigan keeps saying, well, you know, like I, I feel like this is like your wheelhouse you know because i'm giving you superheroes to write but really as soon it, as it, he it, said that yeah. i'm like
2: do you mean racism? yeah i'm yeah. like
1: <laughs>
2: because
0: racism is my wheelhouse i love writing about it like just this like subtle ignorance and stuff of racism so i really enjoyed this yeah no that was great well thank you uh his comments were but this is a good example of where like i rewrote this a bunch of times uh like with different variations and i still learned a lot you know from like bringing it into class the main thing um, again and talked about was like being more overt I think that's kind of a thing in all my writing is like I'm too subtle up front because I'm afraid of like hitting people over the head but in comedy it's a different you know what I mean like
2: it's the length too Yeah. If longer comedies I don't think it would be a
0: problem yeah but you just the stuff where he was saying like you know be more overt about him saying you know him being late you know like talking about uh, CPT
4: I had to explain that to a host the other day
0: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> So, or, you know, black people time. And what's funny is, I think except for white people, every race, there's like Indian people time, Chinese people time, Cambodian people time. I That's not what that CPD up. stands
4: yeah. for. It's not Chinese people time.
0: Well, it can be. <laughs> we're we're going to let that one go. And then he also talked about, he pointed up some uh, uh, continuity issues or uh, logic issues. Like whether, oh, okay. yeah, Clark Kent, he's like, he should have a different alter ego. He should have a different job. And just talking about, there was like a kind of debate he seemed to be going on of like whether him just have him be a separate entity or a cousin of uh superman which i just did that because like supergirl i'm not a huge comic book nerd But I saw, I would say to anybody, if you see, get a chance to watch the long trailer for the new Supergirl show on CBS, it is like the biggest piece of shit you'll ever see. It's so great. (laughs) I didn't
2: watch the trailer. I just assumed. Because
0: it's like this girl with all the powers of Superman and they treat her like, oh, I really need to get a man, you know, with like the stereotypical gay friend, like girl, we need to do a makeover on you. (laughs) It's just like, and what was so funny the week before SNL did a thing.
2: Yeah, with Black Widow. Black
0: Widow, like a parent, like a parody of like.
2: I broke my heel.
0: Yeah. And that's basically what the Super Girl. I mean, it gets better. It's like a. It was like a fifteen-minute trailer they showed for the upfronts, but it gets better in the end. But it was really bad. That's, but
2: who looked at her and was like, "We need to get a man for this girl."
0: Well, it's yeah. It's basically she like, would
2: destroy his pelvis. Yeah, trying
0: to shout out to Quentin Hicks. But uh, you know, there was that. But uh,
3: yeah, and your story was hard to um, try to understand if he was Clark Kent. Yeah. Because he... And then he said he was a cousin of Kal-El.
0: Yeah, he said to bring that up sooner, like the fact that Superman... Because to me, it was easier if Superman was dead.
3: And then... He could even be up front at Driver Be. Like, where is the real Superman?
0: Yeah. And McGinnis was saying that, too, where uh, another thing he proposed was, well, he's only the only Superman ever. Let's just have him just be Superman, but he's black. And But to me... That was tough because that would remove so much of like the subtext. Because yes, he would be treated differently, but it's funnier if he's like treated differently than someone with the exact same powers. Yeah.
2: I think it's funnier if there's a white Superman too. And just coming off the real Superman thing he said, yeah. If you just, if the driver just asks, Where's Superman? I'm right here. No black Superman. I mean, Superman.
1: Yeah. See,
4: actually, um, When you when we read through it the first time and even when we were reading through the second time, even before the mention of the white Superman, I was completely in like um, and nothing broke me out of it until we started talking about the other Superman. And then I started questioning it. But before that, in my head, it's like, oh, yeah, black Superman is what you would call him. Um, He's definitely he can totally be Clark Kent as well. Um, Because we're so familiar with the world and the characters. Um, yeah. Maybe you shouldn't
2: even mention Superman. Yeah, I thought about that. But then to me,
0: it's like he feels he it, it's two things. It's a guy that has a vision of black Superman, even though he's not necessarily aware of it. Uh, and that was another debate too, whether to make him more overtly like racist, like because I like it because I like ignorance, racist. You know what I mean? Like, I think he should still be fun. the ignorant racist. Yeah, I, I kinda... but I
2: think he should be more ignorant and say more racist things, accidentally. And that's what a lot
0: of the debate. Basically, the debate was what's the best way for him to be racist. That was a lot of like the critiques of the story, which I love. I thought they were all very valid uh, points, you know. And I feel like I
2: suggested earlier off podcast that he should be a janitor or something yeah. like that but then i realized if you do that you have to take the articulate thing yeah well why can't a janitor be articulate john yeah. because he's not on tv and the driver know, won't see him so, but then i was thinking maybe he could be the weatherman
3: like a yeah, very
2: famous black person. exactly like a jolly weatherman, and his name could be blark bent
3: uh the other um idea i had was at the beginning when he said uh you barbecued those guys yeah, and I just thought it was. make like it more a, overtly racist. Like chicken. You know, like you barbecued them like fried chicken or you fried yeah. them like pieces yeah, of chicken. Yeah, I think
2: fried and doing fried and chicken.
0: And then McGettingen said, well, you could probably get more mileage out of calling them thugs because I'd put two things on there. He's like, well, if I was a bunch of thugs, and I thought barbecue was funnier, but, um, you know, like McGettingen made a good point, I thought, is like you can kind of get more mileage out of it, you know? And actually, this is another kind of like limiting factor of doing the two person scene because when I first pitched it, I envision it as Superman like rescuing it, and the drivers commenting, and there's other people commenting too, and saying other racist things. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's more limiting. Like that's an example where you can't say barbecue and thug. You know, not this, really.
2: I think it may actually be stronger that it's only two because it makes it focuses all the racism on one person instead of distributing it. Yeah. And maybe diluting the racism over a crowd.
0: Yeah, but I feel lucky that I've gotten to write two nice racist. pieces.
2: yeah. For the thuggish thing. Yeah. I feel like the driver could also be like, You're scaring me, black
0: superman. Yeah. Was like,
2: Stop oh. acting so thuggish. Yeah, or like, like he just holds
0: <laughs> out his wallet or something.
2: You know? <laughs> yeah, that would be I, great. I,
0: I did have a bunch of versions of this where I kind of like played with like the level of like racism and stuff like that. My yeah. last thing is yeah.
2: well spoken. I feel like articulate is a more stereotypical saying of that. Like, oh that young man was so articulate. Oh, okay. I've seen before like if,
0: in news, it seems like a lot, you'll see people say, oh, he's very well-spoken, oh. you know? Um, like well-spoken. So that's my bias. What?
5: I like well-spoken. Yeah. You would have. And what
2: is just, that just as a uh, reference material for this, have you seen Key Peels' Peele's uh, Black Ice sketch?
0: No. You know, my friend, when I was telling him I pitched this idea, he said, you got to watch that sketch
2: first, and I forgot to. You should definitely watch it. Yeah. Because it covers a lot of the same issues and... Uh, uh,
4: See, I actually think he shouldn't watch it then before writing.
2: Well, he already wrote the bare bones, and I think now is the time to watch it for the rewrite. Yeah, I mean, he got the that's basic fair. Yeah,
0: I don't want to. Do you think it covers like? Does it rip off anything? Or
2: uh, it doesn't really rip off anything, okay. but the tone is like they got the tone for exactly what you're doing right. Okay, but because they're doing black ice and the oppressive white snow.
4: Mm.
1: So oh, that
4: I know what you're talking about now.
2: Yeah, because you could start doing some stuff with black supermans. Maybe he touches on it a little bit where he starts saying, Well, you are the white guy, you do make the rules. Maybe you could make his responses towards white people stronger.
0: Yeah, well, he uh, that's what McGinnigan suggested, too. He said, Kind of make it a long winded disaster, talk about like the industrial complex and you know how it's built up to favor white people and blah blah. blah. Like, make him sound really like he's done a lot of reading into it, and that would be. And I thought that was kind of funny too. Like it made him, it, it, it shows like it's in his hat. You know what I mean? It's a good uh, revelation of character.
2: Uh, one thing I am sort of wondering about, should Black Superman, because you are trying to make it somewhat a street character, right? What do you mean? Uh, black Superman. Are you trying to make him more inner city? or No. More like, see, that's the whole point. To me, it's like, the funny
0: part of it is he's exactly like Superman, except everybody's reaction to it is different. Okay, so
2: he's like the college educated...
0: Yeah, just like, okay. exactly like Superman, except he happens to be black. Right? I think... I tried to use should. my
4: cool black guy voice.
0: Yeah, I saw you kind of, like, did that a little bit, then you stopped. But I was like, it was, it goes, was hard to do with
4: the writing. Yeah.
2: It varies a little bit in there, where you do start using Well, it.
0: that's what I mean. Like, when he loses his temper, you know, like... Uh, I don't oh know. hell no yeah exactly like he's like oh come, you know the street comes out you know what I mean so right so yeah I'm not trying to make a street but I, I I did think about that I'm like should I have him I had him drop it a little bit there and at the end he goes like deuces like he's like okay you want me deuces. to be like that so yeah I, that's something I thought about a lot so it's not a it's a valid point you could also have the
3: driver say like come on keep it real save me yeah <laughs> something yeah something like, that's funny too that is good
2: i am just trying to connect with you on your level
3: yeah
5: Heather, <laughs> what,
0: what did you think of the story? Not being a huge comic book person.
5: Um, so I didn't get tripped up about the, like the. Uh,
4: Superman, white S- Superman. Again. Yeah, because
5: yeah. and the other person you mentioned there, I don't know who that is. Kal El. Yeah.
0: That's Superman's real name.
5: His name. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just.
0: On Krypton, he was known as So Kal-El. I
5: just like ignored that stuff that I didn't understand, and like the, Goku, and then I was is Yeah, I don't
2: know. She knows
3: that. I also had the idea that maybe you could uh, have a beat explaining, like, this doesn't happen on Krypton. You know, black people are not treated like this or something.
0: Yeah, but then, see, my whole thing is neither of them know because they're both sent here as babies.
2: Yeah, that would be a continuity error.
0: Yes. So anyway, then we moved on to uh, what I, I was a really interesting part of class. Last week, McGinnigan had us each go around and give 10 pitches each, and he picked his favorite pitch out of, out of both. This time he said, I want it to be more like a writer's room. You guys are all going to pitch me, and I'm going to tell you yes or no. And he was pretty like brutal you know, and surprising in some things, I thought. Where So we all just had to yell out pitches, and then he would say, yes, I like it. Or he'd be like, no. So you want to guys just like go around real quick? And, I was
2: really surprised some of the times he would laugh so hard and then go, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, because with you, like, you
0: were just basically trying not to be a dick, but you were just, like, saying stuff like, like, because Jim said something about.
2: Well, only at the very end. Yeah. and Because so, I had and, already gone through my ten pitches. Yeah. And so I'm like, let's just redo the old pitches with some of Jim's funny characters.
0: Yeah. And then basically he said um, at the end, he's like, if you approved any of our sketches or not even that, he's like, eh, whatever one of the pitches you liked best. I want you to write a sketch about that for next week. Um, do you? How do you guys want to do this? Do you just want to do the ones that were approved, or the ones the pitches One you of like us best? The doesn't have
2: his phone with him.
4: Oh, okay. I also had none approved. So if we just do the ones approved,
2: well, well I was but, what thinking about, that you could take the role of Mr. Mike McGettigan.
4: <laughs> oh, I could do that. Oh, you want to actually
0: recreate it?
2: Yeah, we'll recreate. Yeah. Okay. This is because a he Yeah, he doesn't have his phone, so he can just. Well, take do you, over what was Mike's
4: your role? favorite pitch well, before we start, then, JB? My favorite pitch that I did? Yeah. I don't remember. Because I, I, I actually didn't do the, the assignment ahead of time, so I was making him up on the spot. Yeah. And I didn't really track any of them. Like, none of them come to mind because none of them made it through.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, do we just want to pitch them the ones that win or just our bad ones, too? Just
2: pitch them oh, all of oh, them. Okay. Guys, I, guys, I got something. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We, <laughs> Mr. McGettigan, please set this up.
5: I didn't read all ten of mine in class, That's though. okay. Do you want them? uh yeah
4: and guys just give me a signal <laughs> thumbs up through, thumbs down if you want me to like them or just, no just go just from your heart okay so here's what i need you to do just uh just whenever you have an idea just shout it out and i'll let you know if it passes or fails okay, okay
3: all right i got one i'll say uh, so a man he refuses to shower because of the fluoride in the water and his body odor is upsetting his co-workers
4: uh no that's okay. too confusing.
0: All right. A man reveals to his stepdaughter that he's not her biological
4: stepfather. I don't even know what that <laughs> you're saying.
2: The sheriff puts it all on the line when he adopts a dog from the pound and the mayor gets super jealous.
4: Uh, too many things going on. Simpler. Heather.
5: Uh, a group of friends search the woods for Bigfoot find out that he is just a misunderstood furry exiled from the convention. I think I've heard that one before.
3: Okay, a man (laughs) drives through a puddle to splash a kid, but he hits the curb and flips the car over. The car catches on fire, and now the kid has to save the man.
4: How do you do that on a stage? I love it, though. I do love it.
2: A librarian chases down a guy that borrowed a book, but never returned it. He finds him living on the beach and has to dazzle him with interpretive dance to win the book back.
0: <laughs> no. Okay, I got one. I got one. A therapist falls asleep during a session with a patient. The patient wants to be mad, but the therapist gives much better advice talking in his sleep.
4: <laughs> I, I like it. I, I do. Do it.
5: <laughs> Heather, you got one? Uh, Babysitter. Goes along with a kid's superhero villain pretend play, but ends up tied up and pleading for her life.
2: What?
0: He uh. said
5: it was like Lord of Flies, and I said that I had never read the yeah. book.
0: And he said basically
3: it's kids taking over
0: and torturing and murdering yeah. people.
5: So it is just like that.
0: Yeah. I got we, another one. All right.
3: <laughs> Woman in a restaurant sends her food back several times because she has an increasingly specific <laughs> definition of what a grilled cheese sandwich actually is. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: uh, I like that
0: one personally. Uh, the whole room exploded at oh, the point. Oh, man, that was probably it the Might be getting ahead. Yeah. Might no, get, idea get no idea why the subtext <laughs> of that. Okay, I got one. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, a girl outsources sex acts with her boyfriend to India.
2: <laughs> There's got like some that. expensive flights Oh here's one A sailor s- is saved after his boat sinks By a clingy mermaid That gets upset when he tries to explain He's already in a relationship
0: <laughs> Okay I got one uh, A young Sergeant Sanders must kill his pet chicken To get promoted to colonel <laughs> son of a bitch
1: <laughs> last time. <laughs> That is
0: good but got, he said, what he said was that would be a better blackout than an actual yeah. scene. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I got another one. The god Neptune has been ignoring his responsibilities because he's addicted to Netflix and he might lose his job.
4: <laughs> How, uh, this one person scene.
2: That sounds like something I've heard of before.
5: What? My life?
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, go, Heather.
5: A girl solicits a date from Craigslist casual encounters, but immediately regrets her decision when she gets into his creepy truck. So she makes an excuse to go back in her house, and she has to call the police as he knocks on all her <laughs> doors and windows.
4: You really need to condense it.
5: Yeah, and I did condense that. Mm-hmm. A but get again, again
4: like that
2: up to the point where you yeah. ran away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know. Okay, I got one. I got one. Guy tries to give a speech with a hair stuck in his mouth, but denies he has a hair stuck in his mouth. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I
4: think he liked that one and said to do that
0: one.
2: No, he said uh, it reminded him of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. But he's like, if you do it in a different way, it'd work.
3: Okay, I got one. A homeowner tries to give the cable man a hard time for being late, but the cable man won't take his shit.
0: <laughs> All right, I got one. Uh, parents return home from a vacation early to find out their son has thrown a huge party at their house, even though their son has grown up and has his own house.
2: What? That looked like a big note to me. An auto worker at a union meeting. That was a maybe. (laughs) He was like, it's almost there. That's what he said.
5: I like that one, okay.
2: An auto worker at a union meeting enters into a duel to the death after his potluck potato dish is insulted.
4: They're at a a union meeting. They're at a union (laughs) meeting. (laughs) And he enters (laughs) into a
2: duel to the death over the insult to his potluck so contribution would the scene be a duel it would be them arguing mm-hmm. because of potluck
5: here's one i didn't read in class because it's too pitch it pitch for me a couple a couple is sharing a chinese food dinner when they crack open the fortune cookie a magic panda Appears and offers them three answers <laughs> to questions they were too embarrassed to ask anyone else.
3: <laughs> I like that one. I
2: like it a lot. Yeah, you should have said that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay, I got one. Uh, two guys argue about whether a girl is a lesbian or just plain looking in front of the girl. That's every day.
3: Okay, I got one. <laughs> a dog and a cat have been fighting for years, but they realize they both hate the vacuum cleaner and become friends. <laughs>
4: He liked that one a lot, didn't he?
3: Is that that he was very yeah. simple. And- yeah,
4: oh, yeah, that's right. An, ag-
2: an aggressive businessman loses his first game of Magic: The Gathering to annoying twelve-year-old with the Heart of Gold, and learns that the import and he learns of the importance of cheating.
4: Why would he be playing Magic: The Gathering? Uh, because lots
2: of businessmen do
4: uh no that's not clear Mm-mm. okay <laughs> but it is true uh, no, no i agree i'm i'm being mike no be mike be mike, Don't apologize for
0: mike.
2: <laughs>
0: okay a down on his luck thor interviews for assistant manager of the hammer department at home depot
4: it's it's not quite there it needs it needs a little bit more he said before i just said thor and he said down on his luck thor down on his
0: luck but thor. then you would have to explain why
3: okay here's one all right Two men are trapped in an outhouse, and they must learn to work together to free themselves before they're killed by bees. <laughs> <laughs> Very clear why the bees are in the
1: outhouse.
0: <laughs> okay, I have one. Uh, an Indian aboard one of Christopher Columbus's ships tries to convince a disbelieving Columbus that this new world they've landed in is in India.
4: That had to have been done. But it's, it's great. It's, it's great.
0: No, he, he said,
2: I think he said eh, something. He didn't approve of it. Greg heads to a strip club, but is unwilling to spend any money on women. An impassioned speech by a young, naked university student changes his mind.
4: No, it's, it's
3: too complicated. Okay, it's ex- two people. Okay, bring us I home, got, Jim. I got another one. Actually, I have three more. Oh, Jesus. Uh, a man prank calls a dog food factory hotline, but accidentally falls in love with a woman taking the call.
5: He kind of liked that. Yeah, he
4: liked that one a yeah, lot. Acceptable. Yeah, yeah, that's acceptable.
3: Dog food factory. Yeah.
5: Private
2: investigator uh, investigates a yoga class that has been robbing banks. He discovers that they're doing it to fund their battle against Canadian psychics.
5: <laughs> <Is this> no? <laughs> no. No. Okay. How can it
2: see? It's a huge laugh, but it's a no. Haters.
3: I got two more, okay. <laughs> I got like five more. A clown gets a brain tumor and instead of killing him right away, it makes him into a super clown with real magic powers. <laughs> okay, okay.
0: So wait, what was the answer? Well, the answer was no, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, the, wow, no.
0: He laughed hysterically and said no.
2: A detective investigates a yoga class that have been robbing banks. He discovers that they are doing it to fund their battle. Against a clown with a brain tumor, this <laughs> Magic Powers. No.
3: Okay, here's my last one. This one got in. All right. Okay, it was, a homeowner tries to give the cable man a hard time for being late, but it's a clown with a brain tumor. <laughs> Wait, he said yes to yeah, that? Yeah, he <laughs> said yeah to that one. All right, very good. I'm yeah. oh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry,
2: I thought oh, you were oh, down, I thought, oh, we're down. Down. I thought we're down. An accountant is in a horrible car accident and loses both his wife and his arm. <laughs> he gets an experimental prosthetic arm that reacts to his thoughts and has to go to physical therapy to relearn how to masturbate. <laughs> uh, Mike's coming.
4: Why did you have to, why did he have to lose his wife?
2: So he has a reason to learn, relearn how to masturbate.
4: He has another arm.
2: You've never, Uh, you've never can't do a stranger. That's just weird.
0: Married guys probably masturbate more than single guys.
5: (laughs) Depends on who you're married to. Exactly.
0: Okay, are you done, John? Yeah. All
4: right. That was pitch storm. I I don't think I could say no as much as Mike did. I, I, it was hard.
0: I know it's funny. You'd be like, "Yes," and we'd be like, "No." He didn't like that. I say, "Oh, You're terrible get again, again." He
5: did change his mind and say he liked mine. About yeah, that's book. right.
0: He went out of his way because everybody. Because he
2: didn't that. realize that there was a convention.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, then he talked about how he didn't watch TV, which I thought was that was interesting. But I really like this portion of the class, and I was saying in class, I never realized before um, the similarity in pitches. You know, because you talked about you got to you know get the pitch down to. As, me- as few words as possible and convey your uh, message. And basically, that's the same philosophy of joke telling. It's like when you talk about comic, like comedians like working and re- honing their material, get it down to as few words as possible and get the message across.
2: That's not always true because damn it, I'm talking in general. I've John. seen Norm Macdonald and that moth joke was like 45 minutes long. Yeah, but the okay. point. <laughs>
0: but the point of that is to be wordy. Like that's different. Come on, <laughs> Dear, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Come on. It's the exception that proves the rule. That guy.
4: Right. yeah but but the thing is with pitches and as compared to jokes the so jokes are the product where pitches are an idea for the product and you don't want to write the full sketch just to get a pitch
0: well no but the point is is that it's the same thing you're trying to sell something when you're selling a joke when when you're telling a joke you're, you're trying to sell the audience and with the yeah. pitch the sketch isn't going to get written
2: unless the pitch sells i like so. to think of it as a book report and you have to make the teacher want to read the book and a book report is like one tenth the length of the book.
3: Well, the the big example that we were you brought up in class was like one of your pitches it had a plumber in it, and oh, he's yeah. like, and if the rest if it doesn't come back to being a plumber, then there's no reason for him to be a plumber. Yeah, and, and it's kind of like in a joke too. If you bring up a plumber at the beginning of a joke and it doesn't end with a plumbing joke, then it's kind of uh, unnecessary in a joke.
0: And I think that kind of threw JB off a little bit because it what did. happened was McGettying said instead. Okay, well, why does it have to be a performer? Just say a blue-collar guy. And then JB was like, be and I was just want to say I was just waiting. I was like, I saw what you're going through. You know, I was like, I, but I you know, like he was talking to you. And
4: you're yeah, because like, it got really circular. Yeah, because you're
0: like, well, what does a blue-collar guy do then? And then Mike's like, does anybody? I'm like, okay, thank you. Like, let me get like, yeah. look in there. And he's like, don't worry about the blue-collar guy. What he's saying is, if you have a plumber in there, like there's a thing in, uh, there's a principle in writing called Chekhov's gun. I don't know if anybody. Oh, yeah, know I know heard. Chekhov's gun. Okay, so that's the same principle. If you put something in there, like a, the thing in, uh, uh checkoff wrote uh if you if a gun appears Is over it, a mantle you if, know
4: if there's a gun in the first act you have it to, better be fired by the yeah
0: third. you have to fire it by the third act which just means don't put in unnecessary information so if you have the plumber in there have a reason the plumber should be mentioned for a reason mm-hmm. so uh,
3: it makes a lot of sense because yeah. even last week probably this week i had a lot of that stuff too where i said something about a dentist having an orgasm why does it have to be a dentist? Oh, yeah. Why does it have to be a dentist? Because yeah. you're
0: like, oh, yeah. But, you know, that's actually such a great writing tip for really wait, wait, any. Can, den- we,
4: can we say John's joke to that? Why does it have to be a dentist? Oh, yeah. It has to be a dentist because while she's blowing him, he needs to be
2: able to have a conversation with her. And as a dentist, he will understand what she's saying when her mouth is full.
4: That's way wordier than you ne- than you had last time.
0: You got to hone that, John. No. Pitch it.
2: Uh <laughs> his dick is in her mouth and he can still understand it because of dentistry. Bang. Yeah. So, way better. So, green do lighted. It. So he turned into a redneck dentist. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, because they're known for their teeth.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, red what do you call a redneck dentist? Unemployed. Hey, uh, uh, um
2: yeah, thank you. Was but, like originally a British dentist?
0: Uh maybe. It's like, uh, why are all vaginas Jewish? Because they have a menorah. Get it? Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, anyway. Uh, I'll be here for a few more minutes, folks. How
4: did you I ever enter a vagina with jokes like that?
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, because I kept my mouth shut. We had, John, we had, we had John's uh, stealth fact of the week. Is there anything anybody else would have? Or we should probably wrap it up then.
2: What was my fact of the week?
3: The uh, color. Yeah, colorblind. colorblind. Oh, yeah. Awesome.
2: Women can have a fourth color cone and see up to millions of more colors than regular people, but their male children are more prone to be colorblind. So they can nag us more about stuff. (laughs) Am I right, guys? Oh, Yeah. yeah. Your clothes don't match. I know. I see more colors than everyone else. Bitch.
1: Well, wow, murder, murder. <laughs> <laughs> that got a little. Uh, that that was my <laughs>
2: impersonation of Jim. I know it started
0: out John and then ended Jim.
1: Oh, then, what! Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: good old woman hating Jim and woman loving John. Oh, All right, why don't we? Uh, Get on out of here, guys. All right. So that means you pick oh. up the guitar, too. I dropped one hit like two minutes ago, and John had to actually physically elbow you until you're free to pick up the guitar. Oh, you're anyway, so
2: excited. You're like, it's ending. This is the best.
0: It's been a landmark uh, night. I'd like to thank once again our special guest, J.B. Stalker. Woo! Uh, Woo! Come back again anytime, Unless we have another guest, then you're off. Once again for The Wizard, Jim Harper, The Warrior, John Yar, and the maiden true Heather Anonymous I am Tony Agusti and this has been after improv play us out Jim
2: You know it's the after improv show